And as I am sitting to record this episode, we are less than a week away from Christmas, which is blowing my mind a little bit. December feels like it has flown by. Actually, this whole entire year kind of feels like it flew by. Some of it's been good. Some of it's been a challenge. Some of it's been super stressful for a lot of people. And I know that I'm not the only one feeling that way. And not allowing stress to run your life is a choice. We get to make different choices every second of every day. And in most cases, stress, believe it or not, is actually normal and it's good. But this is the holiday season and this is when it can become overwhelming. It can get really heavy. We can start to feel foggy. Our perspectives can be skewed. Whether it's all the extra expenses you might have or getting ready for all of the events and the dinners and the visiting and the random overcooked broccoli casseroles you may have to eat. I'm happy to report I don't have to eat those anymore. Maybe you're prepping yourself to have to deal with the annoying or angry in-laws who never have anything good to say. Or on the other end of that, you might actually be somebody who experiences profound loneliness during the holidays. Somebody who has to be very mindful of triggers connected to trauma related to holidays or family or lack of family in your life. And this is exactly why I wanted to do this episode today. No fluff, no drama. Let's just get real with some down-to-earth strategies that you can actually use to help keep your sanity intact during the holidays so that you can find more joy. And let's be real, we could all use the extra support at this time of year. So make yourself comfy and let's dive into this. You're listening to the Limitless Life Podcast, helping you simplify mindset and energetics by giving you easy to use strategies that'll help you ditch the self-sabotage and move through resistance so you can create your limitless life and business. I'm your host, Brenna Johnston, and as a subconscious mindset strategist, I've learned over the years how to make the deep transformational work even easier and far more effective. So join me weekly for new episodes and get ready to step into your highest potential. Welcome back to the Limitless Life Podcast, or welcome if you're new here. I'm your host, Brenda Johnston, and this is the place for you if you want to cut through the fluff when it comes to all things mindset, manifestation, and energy mastery, so you can harness the power of your subconscious mind, make more money without the burnout and overwhelm. So part of what inspired me to do this episode is because for the third day in a row, It has been rainy and gloomy and dark where I live and I've had a lot of my own shit coming up and it's good because what's ready to come up will come up and then you can work through it. Thankfully, I'm really good at working through it given what I do for a living. However, it has been creating a little bit more stress in my life more than usual because I'm usually pretty chill. And then I started thinking about the holidays and then I started thinking about all the things we need to be doing and then I start to spiral. And I know that I'm not the only one feeling this way or going through this stuff. Ever since I was a little kid, the Christmas holidays have been a super busy time. Used to be really fun when I was little because we'd be visiting with so many people. It would start by us traveling for three hours to get to where most of our family lived. And then we'd start visiting on Christmas Eve. We'd visit like four, let's see, four, sometimes five places in one night. 
And then we open our presents on Christmas Eve. I don't know. It's a tradition we started when I was little. I don't remember why. And then we would visit more people on Christmas Day. And then as I got older, it started to become even more stressful because when I was married, for example, we had to do two Christmases because I wanted to be with my family. He wanted to be with his family. Every year we would kind of alternate, but then we still had to squeeze in a visit. Like it was just, it was too much. And it just added so much stress also because my ex-husband's family had so many expectations about what Christmas was supposed to be and what we had to do and how many presents we had to buy everybody. And it kind of made me not really like the holidays anymore. It's no secret that I joke sometimes that I'm the Grinch and I don't really like Christmas. Well, that's, it's not that I don't like Christmas. It's that I don't like what it became. And thankfully, I don't have to deal with that anymore, um, <laughs> which sounds horrible, but it is what it is. And then a few years ago, you know, when the world went sideways and we weren't able to travel or do all the things that we would normally do, and I bet some of you are thinking this is where I'm going to say I really missed that, um, I actually got a lot of clarity and I was kind of grateful for how things had to shift and slow down. It opened my eyes to how much of a people pleaser I had been over the years and just doing everything to make everybody else happy, but not taking into consideration what made me happy and what felt good to me. So then fast forward, things are normal. I'm using air quotes again and people are able to like pick things up again and I noticed a lot of the people also started to pick up the overwhelm and the busyness and the stress again and falling into those old ways of being and me included and so this year I was like I need to set some new boundaries because this year has been a really big year of reflection for me for a few reasons. One, I turned 49, so it's like I'm leaving my 40s. And I'm very particular about who I give my time and energy to. And so as the holidays were approaching, I started asking myself, what what do I want the holidays to look like? And that led me into the first thing, the first strategy that you need to put into place to keep your sanity intact. You need to set boundaries like a boss. Listen up. It is okay to say no. You do not have to be the yes person to every holiday invite obligation or expectation. You need to set some boundaries and put yourself first. And if all of this holiday hustle and bustle feels like too much, that's when you know it's time to give yourself permission to turn down some invitations. If I'm being fully honest, I've done nothing holiday related this year. Um, of course, we are going to visit my parents and going to do some stuff. But like pre pre Christmas, <laughs> this December has been my quietest December ever. I intentionally created more space in my schedule. I've taken more time off. 
it's been lovely. Now, will I get together with some people in the new year? Of course. I just did not want to be jamming everything in and getting super stressed out before Christmas. I just am not available for that anymore. And even this past weekend, I had to have a chat with my parents about going to visit some of the people we've been visiting since I was a little kid on Christmas Eve. I just don't want to go. <laughs> Most of the people that are there, I don't even really know them. I see them once a year. I've seen them once a year since I was probably like, probably like, I don't know, eight years old. And it's, I mean, I like to see the host because she's known me since I was born. But the rest of the people, like we sit in this room, it's crowded, it's hot. We eat a lot of food. We have surface level conversations and then we move on to the next place. And I'm just like, no, <laughs> I don't want to do that this year. And it was funny because I almost got nervous as a grown woman telling my parents that like I, my boyfriend and I just don't want to go. <laughs> and so I told them and they were like, yeah, okay, cool. It's like, oh, that was easy. I probably could have set that boundary uh, many years ago, but that's how it played out. So now I will not be going to that household and sitting in a crowded room, having surface level conversations, listening to what medications people are on and what body parts they've had replaced. Like, I'm just not here for it. <laughs> My new way of being is quality time, spending quality time with people who add value to my life and make me happy. And this leads me to my second sanity saver. You have to practice self-care. And let's get this one straight. This is not bubble baths. It can be, I guess, if that's what your thing is. But taking care of yourself is not a luxury. It is a necessity. I don't give a shit if you are the one who, and you probably are, if you're one of my ambitious, driven women who listen to this podcast, you are probably the one running around, buying all the presents, doing all the Christmas stuff, hosting the Christmas dinner, making sure everybody's got everything they need except for yourself. It's not a luxury. It's a necessity to take care of yourself. And I know this can be hard, especially if you are a people pleaser. Switching up your approach to self-care can be a game changer for your mindset and your energy. And when you stop seeing it as something that you have to fit in this optional thing, and you start to realize that it is a non-negotiable necessity, your whole perspective shifts, your life shifts, everything shifts. It is your secret weapon for building resiliency. And why is that important? Because when you have resiliency, when you're resilient, you can handle whatever the holiday chaos throws at you or life in general or business in general. And self-care over the holidays doesn't mean just going to get pedicures and massages or facials. It can mean that I'm going to be going on Thursday to get my nails and my toes done. But I'm talking about the little things. Something as small as staying hydrated is a massive act of self-care. Scheduling moments for yourself, whether it's sipping tea or taking a quick walk or just chilling 
or clearing and protecting your energy. And if you need help with that one, go grab my free daily energy management audio. It's four and a half minutes. So it's not like I'm asking you to meditate for two hours. Not even asking you to meditate for 10 minutes. Understanding that taking care of your mental and your physical well-being is an investment. You have no problem investing in your business. You have no problem investing in your kids, for those of you who have them. Why are you having such a problem investing in your self-care, in yourself, in your body, in your health, in your mental well-being, especially during the festive madness? When you understand that this is an investment, it gives you a sense of control and not control in a bad way. Uh, A better way of saying it is helps keep you out of the overwhelm, which makes it way easier to focus on and do the things that light you up and bring you joy. It actually gives you an opportunity to see the things that bring you joy. And that brings us to my third sanity saving tip. And you've heard me say this before. Observe, don't absorb. Let's break this control thing down a little bit, okay? So on this planet, you are the boss of two things, your thoughts and your actions. And you can only control you. And one of the things that I like to do when I'm feeling the holiday pressure, actually, I do this even not during the holidays. I do this anytime I start to feel like I'm caught in the overwhelm. I will sit for a moment, not an hour, like 15 minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever, two minutes. And I will list out, like actually write out, it can be on your phone or on a piece of paper, What is actually in my control? So when it comes to the holidays, might be I control that I can go to the grocery store when I want to go to the grocery store. I control that I can squeeze in a quick walk. I control my hydration levels. I control conquering all of the gift wrapping. Those are things that I can control. So when you start to feel overwhelmed and you've got this to-do list that keeps getting longer and longer and longer, yeah, it sounds counterproductive, but I want you to write another list just shortly. What can you control? Focus on you and let that other stuff go. That's how you step up and it's how you keep stress from stealing the show. It also shows you there's probably a shit ton of stuff on your to-do list that you can delegate Whether that is asking for help unloading the dishwasher, asking for help wrapping presents, asking for help, period, with the little things. There are things you do not need to be doing, okay? Now let's talk about absorbing the energy all around you. Listen, you're not a sponge. You're not here to soak up everybody else's energy and vibes. Energy follows intention. So when you start to feel yourself collecting everybody else's crap, I want you to take 30 seconds and set the intention, I am choosing to observe and not absorb this. Yes, it actually can be that simple, just setting an intention. I'm choosing 
to observe and not absorb this. My boyfriend always jokes that I'm spicy, meaning if you come at me, I will most likely come back at you. At least that's how I used to be. I had a very um, short fuse is how I would describe it. Excribe it? That's not even a word. That's how I would describe it, especially when I worked in corporate. I would be dealing with the negativity of things and instead of choosing not to engage, I would take it all on and I would get more and more and more worked up and that is a massive energy leak. How many of you listening to what I just said are sitting there shaking your head going, oh yeah, man, I just take it and then I'm, I want to give it back to the person. Yeah, that's an energy leak. You have the power to say no. You do not need to let the negative comments or attitudes drag you down. In fact, you can make the choice to like, you can actually refuse to engage in arguments or debates that are only contributing to a negative atmosphere. Whether that's with your family, whether that's at work, you can flip the script. You can steer conversations away from the doom and gloom. And you do that by simply changing the conversation, share a positive experience, express gratitude, encourage conversations that uplift rather than drag everybody down. It's also called a pattern interrupter. If somebody is being totally negative and talking about something, don't take the bait. You don't have to get sucked into the negativity. And guess what? Not every negativity bomb needs diffusing. You, yeah, you get to choose if you want to engage and you get to choose if you just want to let it slide and observe versus absorb. And sometimes, and this is a big lesson I had to learn, silence actually does speak louder than words. If you feel like you need help stepping into your power even more, if you want some help with that, go back and listen to episode uh, 110, which is my December affirmation program. And it is designed specifically to help you step into your power. And just by listening to it, it's going to help calm you down. It's just another tool that is available for you to help with this. Aside from these three what I'm calling sanity saving tips. I also want to give you a couple of things you can do in less than 60 seconds to calm your nervous system down and de-stress because sometimes when we're in the shit of things, we don't even recognize we're in the shit until we're already in them. So I want you to be able to shift your physiology and your state of being quickly. So the first thing is count. I know what you're thinking. You're like, what? You want me to count? Yeah, I actually want you to count backwards from 15 to one. And as you're counting, you're going to focus on each number and imagine it drifting out of your head into a mist or a cloud in front of you. This super simple countdown technique or trick or tip or whatever you want to call it What it does is it's helping to redirect your mind and that instantly creates a sense of calm and 
starts to relieve stress. Number two, aromatherapy. Inhaling a calming scent like lavender or peppermint, it can instantly calm you down. I actually make it a habit to carry an essential oil with me, especially during the holidays. Um, The one that I usually have in my purse is a blend of peppermint and lavender. Also because peppermint and lavender can help with headaches in a natural way, I'm just saying. I also love frankincense. It's really good to help ground you. Um, And cloves, cloves. That, do you ever say a word and you're like, wow, it's a really weird word. That's how I feel about cloves right now. Anyways, frankincense, cloves help me feel grounded. I'm just saying, if you use essential oils, I would love to hear from you. What oils do you like using? Why do you use them? How do you use them? Send me a DM because I'm, I love oils. Fun fact, I used to uh, have an essential oil company where I made essential oil products and it was called FN Essentials. Made all sorts of like oil blends and bath bombs and all the things, but I do not do that anymore unless you are a friend. And then sometimes I will make you a very special uh, energy clearing blend, which I used to use at my office, but I digress. Number three, stretch. (laughs) Literally stand up. Stretch your arms over your head, reach for the sky, roll your shoulders back to release release the tension because moving your physical body helps to release tension and it helps to promote a sense of relaxation. And if simply stretching doesn't get rid of your tension, sometimes I stand up and I flail my arms and legs around. I shake shit out, like I shake the energy off of me. I shake my body. There's no rule to how you have to do this. The only way that it doesn't work is by not doing it. So if you wanna stand up and fist pump Jersey Shore style, fucking do it. If you wanna stand up and do trembling horse, if you don't know what that is, go to YouTube and Google it, do that. If you just wanna stand up and fling your arms around, do it, (laughs) like just do it. This has been a slightly shorter episode than usual. I know you've got enough going on right now. I just wanted to give you some tips and tricks and things you could do, like actual doable things to survive the holidays. And traditionally, the holidays are meant to be a time of joy and connection, but that isn't always the case for everybody. So by setting realistic expectations, setting boundaries, putting yourself first, and remembering you can only control you. I'm hoping that gives you a greater sense of calm and helps to keep your sanity intact this year. And if you use any of these tactics, I want to hear about it. I love hearing from you in the DMs on Instagram. Also, be sure to share this episode with somebody else who you think it might be helpful for. And if you have not done so yet, I would greatly appreciate if you took a minute to go leave me a five-star rating and review wherever you listen to this podcast because this podcast would not be growing if it weren't for you guys being so amazing, leaving those reviews, and hanging out with me every week. So I greatly appreciate and love you. Until next time, here's to creating your limitless life.